So America needs more companies like American Financing, maybe now more than ever before. If you're smart, and I know you are, you're concerned about where your money is going, how it's being spent, and are you paying the least amount that you, you have to. What does the future hold? No idea. I don't think anybody has any idea. Nothing good, probably. America's, American Financing understands this. They want to help you out. Give them a call today and uh, do it when you just have 10 minutes. I'm so busy, I don't have 10 minutes. Make a pack with yourself right now not to scroll uh, on social media. Do that, do that. You'll have much more time than 10 minutes. Anyway, call American Financing now. Get a consolidation loan to deal with things like high credit card debt and uh, interest rates. Percentages were sky high before this Fed started hiking rates. Maybe the uh, equity in your home could be used to pay off some debts. Equity is high right now. So American Financing. Call them now, 966 966- I'm sorry, 800 906 2440. 800 906 of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday, the biggest story of the week. Next. So we we found this great organization called Preborn. They have been positioning their clinics, their pro-life clinics, Uh, In the top abortion cities for almost 20 years now, 50% of all abortions will take place right in and around these these facilities. Preborn's work is to save the baby, and they're going to continue at even a greater level as they fight Planned Parenthood and defend their centers from radical hate groups who don't want any more, anything more than to shut them down. Their work depends on you. Would you consider a, a gift of any size, $10, 50 100 They have say we have a goal of saving 50,000 babies this year. 80% chance of saving that baby. The, the metrics all change once mom gets an ultrasound, and that's what they do at their clinics. They give the mom's ultrasound, but those ultrasound machines are very, very expensive. If you break it out, it's about $10 a baby's life what we can save a baby by giving an ultrasound 80% chance and it's 10 bucks. What do you say? Let's work together and save 50,000 babies this year. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say the keyword baby. Or you can go to preborn.com slash Beck. Check them out for yourself. Preborn.com slash Beck. All right. 
Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us now with the biggest story of the week. Bill. You know, I think the biggest story of the week is China, but I know Americans are a little tired of that. Um, however, that could change everybody's life in an instant if uh, the crazy communists in Beijing decide to invade Taiwan. Now, I don't think they will, but I think we all have to be prepared. Yet. I mean, that, that's the big story. I will tell you, Bill, you know, they they make the most sophisticated computer chips in the world. They are the main source of, you know, our supercomputer chips and everything that is the average computer place cannot make. It's all made in Taiwan. And uh, I have to tell you, I hope that when Nancy was there, she was putting some C4 on some of those uh, factories, because if China does go in, we need to destroy those factories or we're all toast because they will, well, China own will destroy them. everything they need. Yeah, China, China will China destroy, destroy that. Yeah, China will destroy the factories so that the United States can't get the chips. So, um, yeah, but if they own it, all they have to do is just embargo. Well, you know, if they march they in, they'll they'll keep them. That's a much more complicated situation. So I've been to Taiwan. Have you ever been over there? No, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, don't go. Uh, it, the place is just a zoo. It's it's way overpopulated. There are more poisonous snakes on the island of Taiwan than anywhere else in the world. Did you know that, Beck? And I'm not talking about I didn't. Chinese spies that are everywhere. Uh, so, <laughs> I want, Fang, fang. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we don't have time, but I could tell you a story. I went to the night market there and watched people drink blood of animals. I mean, it was really bad. And anyway, China is basically a belligerent nation. I mean, if you don't believe that, you look at Tibet, uh, Tibet and you look at North Korea, what they're doing there. So there, you, we have to prepare. We Americans have to prepare. So nobody has any confidence that Joe Biden, um, you know, he'll do what he's told to do. Um, but Nancy Pelosi now becomes the face of U.S. foreign policy in the Far East. Where's Anthony Blinken? Where is he at Club Med somewhere on vacation? Where Where is he? This is his job, not Pelosi's job. Pelosi can't even control her district in San Francisco. I mean, she can't even come out of her mansion and unlock the gate on the giant wall that surrounds it because it's the night of the living dead in the front yard. And she did it. So I'm, I'm trying to get uh, across that this Chinese thing, way worse than Putin, this is something that Americans yes. really have to think hard about. And, and here's the kicker on it. We're at fault because Trump, whether you, you cannot like Trump, and I understand why people don't like him, okay, personally. They don't like him. But he and Putin feared him. They feared him. Yes. yes. They don't fear Biden. And so it's an incremental thing. Now, why did they fear Trump? Because they knew both Putin and she are smart. Okay? They knew that if you insult Trump, that Trump is liable to do anything. He doesn't take insults. They figured that out. So they weren't going to insult him openly. And they certainly weren't going to invade Ukraine and Taiwan while he was president. 
And this is what, you know, these people who voted for Biden, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Because I, you know, I know a lot of people who voted for the man. I do, and too. My question is, I, I'm almost crazed now. You know, what were you thinking? So you don't like this guy. Nobody liked George Patton. Nobody liked him. All right. He was a tough SOB. But he won. And that's what we need in a commander in chief. Biden, he doesn't even know he's president. Yesterday, he said he was vice president. I mean, come on. And you don't think she and Putin understand this? So I'm a little. No, I I think uh, I think Putin clearly understands it. And that's why Brittany uh, Griner got uh, nine years in prison yesterday. We offered like an idiot. We offered in exchange for her. One of the one of the worst arms dealer in the world. We said, oh, you know what? We'll release him for a WNBA star. That's that's your deal. Yeah. Putin put him up. We didn't offer that. But there. But look back. That's easily, easily um, adjudicated. Listen to me. And this is why you have me on Friday. This is why. Beck. Okay. Because I know, okay. uh, you know, a lot of times you go, why. why do we have O'Reilly on Friday? Why do we have on? Mm-hmm. Here's why. Make the deal. All right? I feel sorry for this Britney woman. She's a nitwit, but she shouldn't be spending nine years in prison for bringing in some pot oil. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. Make the deal. Right. And then the next day, as soon as Britney hits JFK, all right, you designate this arms dealer a terrorist. That's what you do. And under the Patriot Act, he can be whacked at any time. You read Killing the Killers, Beck. You know what's going on with Zara Heary. It's you. If you're designated a terrorist or a terrorist group, the United States can kill you. So that's what right. you do. All right? Let the idiot go, the arms dealer go. And then you slap on the next day. He's a terrorist. That means this guy can't go anywhere. Okay, and then people say, well, wouldn't that be an act of war if we droned them? Yeah, it might be, but you don't have to drone them. You hire some guy to put something in his coffee. Okay, I mean, come on. This is the way diplomacy is supposed to work. But our government is so stupid. Did you see Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI yesterday? Did you see Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, it was like, is this is the head of the FBI? Well, I wouldn't call the Russian thing. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. You know. I'm. But again, it's the senators. Well, what would you call it? They didn't ask that. But they I'm didn't ask that. the table. Why am I not a senator? What state would have me back? I need to be a senator. What state would have me? Do you know? Man, I can only think of 50 states right now, and I can't come up with a single one. Um, yeah, so, um, Bill, I was watching, I was watching that, uh, that same audio and video, and I was screaming at that. Ask him what he would call it, but yes, also that's right. you didn't ask him what you he didn't, would call you, it. You're, you're saying the, the Betsy Ross flag. You're saying that your Betsy Ross flag is a symbol of terrorism. Uh, and all you have to say about it is when you first saw that, you find it deeply disturbing. Yeah. So have we a week ago. What have you done about it? What will you do about it? They didn't follow up well, any questions. 
All he wants to do is keep his job. And he knows, I mean, the, the question about the border and Mayorkas was a good question. Mayorkas is the border security. You believe that the border is secure. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't want to undermine my oil. Okay, he knows, Ray knows it's a catastrophe. He knows that tons of fentanyl are coming in here. And then when they catch the fentanyl smugglers, they let them go. They let them go, the progressive DAs. And they're killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. Ray knows all that, but he wants to keep his job. And Biden could fire him tomorrow. So that's yeah. what it is. Ugh. And that's let why me, you have the honor uh, let me uh, let me ask you this, because I know you're an educated man. Northwestern yeah. University is no longer requiring literature majors, literature majors to take English and American lit survey courses. Well, I want to go there, yeah, Bill. I want to go there. because <laughs> I'll take shop. Remember shop in high school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got my doctorate in shop. Yeah, I'll get a degree in English literature, but I'll take shop and welding <laughs> just in case the English lit thing doesn't work out. Look, how can how know, can English how can an English um, uh, literature major not have to read English literature? Because there's too many other things to read, like anti-racism. That's why. Gosh, I mean these these aren't Wait. educational anymore they're indoctrination centers the major universities in the united states there are exceptions but most of them are indoctrination centers that's what they are right am, am i right yeah you're right so you're paying yeah you're right you go to harvard and I, and I did i mean you're paying 80 grand to be indoctrinated as a left-wing loon and i think there's a course in harvard now Left-wing loon indoctrination 101. <laughs> I'm signing up for that. I want to take that. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Okay, I'm going to get to a couple of a couple of other couple of other stories here in just a second. First, let me take a quick break and tell you about Terry. Terry lives in Georgia, and by the time he heard me talking about relief factor on my program, he had been living with lower back and neck pain for a number of years. Uh, he tried a lot of things to remedy the pain. Some of them worked for a little while, he said, but nothing worked permanently. So when he heard of my experience of Relief Factor, he was like, okay, let's, let's give it a shot. Within a few weeks of starting to take it, Terry discovered that he was no longer in pain. It had all just melted away. Now, it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients in it that help your body fight inflammation which usually is the main source of our pain. So the three-week quick start is available, and I want you just to try it for three weeks. You don't have to take my word for it. It is 1995, but you take it as directed in three weeks. If it's not making any difference in you at all, then stop taking it. It probably won't. But 70% of the people who try the quick start trial pack, they go on to order more every month. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number 4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, 
Um, Bill, we were just looking something up in the uh, break, and we did offer uh, the uh, the swap. We offered it. But anyway, uh, okay, uh, just a quick correction. That if they, yeah, that's what yeah, your yeah, yeah. data no problem. shows. I thought it was yeah. food that threw that out. And um, before we go, no, I think, just give me 30, 30 seconds at the end of this segment, but go, yeah. go ahead. You can make fun of me for making that mistake there. No, no, no. Do, go ahead and do that now, and then I've got to get to Christian Cinema. So, okay. So, what do you have um, on the plate? Go ahead. All I want to say is if you haven't read Killing the Killers in light of the Zawahiri assassination, please pick the book up and you will know exactly how that man was killed because it's the same thing that went down with Soleimani. Killing the Killers. Still a bestseller after three months. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's incredible. So, you Kristen Cinema, no, what do you want to know? Oh, sorry. So Kirsten has decided that she's going to be uh, locked in on uh, Biden's climate agenda. She agrees to the climate spending and the tax uh, increases. What people don't know about this bill is there's lots of lots of billions of dollars in it to pay farmers not to farm uh, at a time when we're going into a global food crisis. This is this is going to hit the average person over thirty thousand dollars. You're going to get a tax increase. No questions asked. What happened to cinema and uh, uh, and uh, what's his face? I've already I've already blocked him from my mind. Mansion. They didn't read the bill. I didn't know what you just said. So I'm looking like an idiot here. I'm going to have to retract. This is why you have me on Friday. I didn't even know that because it's a <laughs> seven hundred and fifty page bill. So I'm sure Manson yeah, Cinema highly haven't read it. Um, is there a why in their back? Why they don't want farmers to grow food in the USA? Yes, because they they are the main source, you know, with cattle and, and everything else. They're the main source of uh, climate destruction, not just the gas, but also because they have to rest the land. And uh, excuse me, but farmers know that and they already rotate their land. Look, this global climate warming madness is coming back and hurting every American in a variety of ways, most of which we don't even know. I didn't even know this resting the land thing was in this bill. And this is my job, but I have time to read the 750-page bill. All right? So we got to get rid of these people in Washington. And and that, again, if it goes back to what I said, people voting for Biden, they got to go. They got to go. Well, you know what? I, you know, I don't, I can understand. They didn't like Trump. They thought that he was just going to be a, you know, regular guy. I didn't believe that for a second. I thought, you know, you were, you were pretty uh, uh, blind for not seeing it, but now you can see it. Now I question those, who still don't see it and are still standing behind this. Those people are dangerous. <laughs> well, people believe what they want to believe. And, and even know. all the evidence presented, all the facts that you're getting hurt, your family's getting hurt, if you live in a big city, you, you're not safe, all of that. You know, we have a governor's race in New York. This Hochul, this present governor took over for Cuomo, I mean, she yeah. is directly responsible for the deaths of hundreds of people. Yet she's favored in the latest poll to win. So I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I don't do that. I'm not a party guy, and you're not either. 
But once you see something that's really wrong and you continue to vote for it, then it's your fault. And I don't know if people are dangerous as much as they are zombies, ideological zombies. They don't think, they won't think. I guess they are dangerous in a passive way. Yeah. But it's on us. I mean, now. zombies end up eating you. Just want to And that's what's out. happening. I know. <laughs> coming into your house and taking all your money and allowing criminals to run wild. I have to tell you, Bill, one of the most frustrating stories of the week is this uh, Bowser story and Adam story, the mayors of Washington, D.C. and New York, talking about how it's an emergency that they have 4,000, you know, border crossers in their cities and they can't handle it. And I'm like, have you been to the border? Have you seen the border towns that have 35,000 people in it? And yet they're somehow or another supposed to work out ways to feed and clothe and house 15,000 people? It's worse than that. Both of those individuals now screaming for federal money support Mm -hmm. the open border. They don't criticize Biden's open border. They don't do it. Okay, so now the cliche is chickens come home to roost, Beck. All right, so if you're not, if you're going to support an open border, now you've got a catastrophe in your town. And, and you know, and again, uh, Adams in New York, where I am, and he, he talks a good game, but he doesn't back any kind of problem solving. He'll support Hochul. He supports mm-hmm. Biden. Where's the problem solving, Mayor? You know, it's easy to ask for money, which is what you do every hour on the hour. Oh, it's trying. You know, I, I, I'm sorry to make this half hour so dismal, but boy, this country really needs a wake up call back. You and I have to go door to door. Yeah. You know, I went to uh, no, most states won't have. In fact, all 50 states wouldn't have you knocking on doors. Um, the uh, uh, the I just last hour spent about 40 minutes talking about the good things that are happening. There are some amazing things. Americans are waking up. Whether we wake up en masse fast enough, I don't know. But there are good signs that this has run its course. Uh, and uh, now we just need a, a mandatory vaccine for, for all of those who understand now that uh, they're sick with progressivism and they need a cure. Thanks, Bill. We'll talk to you again. Name of his book is Killing the Terrorists, Killing the Killers, available everywhere. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, here's what I want you to do. The next time you buy groceries for the week, as soon as you get everything home from the store, I want you to stuff it all into your oven, turn it on high for a few hours, and then eat whatever comes out. Wouldn't that be good? Guess what? That's exactly what kibble food is uh, doing to your, your dog's food. That's why there's rough greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by you. Or, uh, sorry, developed by uh, Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog food. Chock full of vitamins, minerals, and probiotics, antioxidants, all the stuff that your wife's like, gotta have your antioxidant. I don't even know what they are, honey. I really don't even know what they are. Most dogs love it and go crazy. Uh, we are getting a new dog on Monday. Um, Damien. Yeah. His name is actual Damon, but the kids and I want to call him Damien. He just sounds scarier. Anyway, 
We'll see if he likes rough greens. Uh, and the uh, rough greens people want you to have that first bag for free, a trial bag. You just pay for shipping just to make sure that you're not out any money if your dog won't eat it. Rough greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Rough greens.com slash back. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn with the promo code being Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mr. Michael Malice, author of The Anarchist, a handbook and a great book um, uh, called uh, Dear Leader, and the host of his podcast, You're Welcome, Michael Malice. What is it that you think is the biggest story of the week? Uh, well, I think the biggest issue was uh, the primaries that happened on Tuesday, and, and broad, more broadly speaking, and uh, I'm sure this is something you've discussed as well, is this insane brinksmanship that the members of the Democratic Party seem to be playing in some of these primaries. Because the argument is yeah. you have this kind of uh, insurrectionist wing of the Republican Party, and they're going to destroy democracy. Dick Cheney, one of the great villains of our time, just cut an ad uh, for his uh, despicable daughter saying Donald Trump is the worst the, the most dangerous person that America's ever had to face in the future of our republic, the, the most dangerous. Uh, Dick Cheney's basically been logging with the cross. He's a domestic terrorist who kills <laughs> millions of people and literally has no heart and has no consequences for it. Uh, how many children has wow. he killed? You know, it's, it, it's despicable. But the point is, let's suppose they're, they're telling the truth and they genuinely believe this. They're trying to push Trump candidates toward the general with the presumption Makes no sense. that that these candidates can't get elected, but Trump won in 2020 at least. And this was Stalin's strategy in Germany in the 30s, which is he had the German communists who had an enormous amount of support go after the Social Democrats party, Social Democrat party, excuse me, call them social fascists and basically say that those are the ones you should attack instead of Hitler. So if, if what they're saying is not some cynical ploy, this would be de- demented. And since we have a dementia patient in the White House, maybe it's appropriate. But this, <laughs> this shows that these people are not either either they're really, really dumb or they're really, really dishonest. Uh, I think it's a combination of both of them. Honestly, I think there are some that are just so unbelievably uh, dishonest. Uh, and it, it stems from them just being really, really stupid, I think. Um, you, uh, what'd you think of, you know, yesterday, everybody was talking about Alex Jones, the mainstream media went crazy with that, but they didn't talk that, uh, yesterday also, uh, Kevin Spacey was ordered to pay, I think $31 million, uh, in, uh, bad boy money. Um, and there was another one that uh, happened yesterday. I can't remember. I mean, it wasn't just Alex Jones, but again, the media picks and chooses. What'd you think of that? Well, I had Alex on my show last week. I mean, Alex is clearly being made into a test case uh, to demonstrate that, you know, they had him by the short hairs. They were more than happy to see if they can twist the knife. Uh, The story that I think people might not be aware of is apparently his uh, attorney handed over his entire phone records, uh, excuse me, every text message he sent and every email he sent for the last two years by accident and then later used that to try to call for a mistrial. After you know, had, uh, he had a window to say you got to send it back, and he didn't say anything about it. Uh, they were asking for 150 million dollars or more. Uh, the jury gave the, the families four million, but there still is the penal the penalty phase that's going to come uh, to date. So I, I don't think 
you know, there's a lot of people salivating that I hope this is the end of Alex Jones. And they haven't given a reason as to why. Uh, you know, he said horrible things. He apologized for those horrible things. He's going to pay his price. What is it that he's saying that they find so dangerous? And I think it is that Alex Jones' whole shtick is the belief that what is told to us by the corporate press is, in fact, dishonest. My disagree with Alex was he's naive because this government would have no problem killing kids to further their agenda, as we saw in Afghanistan last summer, where no one had any consequences for it or even outrage. Well, um, I, I tend to agree with you. However, um, you know, I think what he did and, and this is not a legal argument. This is just a personal argument. I think what he was saying about, you know, that this was a psyops and, you know, all these kids were actors and the parents were actors. I, I just I found that the lowest of the low. But if you believed it, which I'm not sure if he did or not, but if you believed it, I guess you have a right to say it. Yeah, I, 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 there's something very much to be said that if you're saying things that are so outrageous and it's, it, you know, like you don't get to go to a funeral and just laugh at people and just kind of shrug it off and say it's free speech. And, and if it's something when you're saying that your kids are being used, you know, to further an agenda and they didn't really die, there is limits to, to free speech. And Alex acknowledges this. He's the first one. Uh, he's saying this is completely wrong what I did. I should have done it. You know, I should have caused these parents pain and suffering. So this is a, the thing is he's also on trial in Connecticut. So this was the Texas verdict. You have the Connecticut mm. verdict. And, and I, I, they very much want to, regardless of Alex, broadly speaking, there is very much an attempt, which we heard in 2016, when it was a given that Hillary was going to win and fake news was their term, uh, uh, the establishment's term, that questioning establishment narratives, whether it's with COVID, whether it's the 2020 election, unless you're Stacey Abrams, uh, is something that needs to be made heretical. So when you say this is just the beginning of something, what do you uh, what do you foresee? I mean, it's, we've saw, we saw ourselves doing during COVID, you know, to have any kind of views outside of carefully delimited parameters established by tech companies and or the media and or the government is enough to do to, for them to do what they can to silence the person. But thankfully, in my opinion, the technology isn't there to banish someone, because as of today, despite big seven figure legal judgments against him, if you want to know what Alex Jones has to say, his book's coming out in a few weeks. So that power that they had to vanish people that you and I can rattle off and remember, that power has largely gone, and I think they're frantic about it. Yeah, I think the thing is starting to fall, fall apart because they're in, um, they're in such a panic mode because they were too arrogant. They just, yes. they just let it rip with everything. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I just I don't see it lasting long. The gender uh, reassignment surgery stuff. I don't know if you saw what came out of uh, Great Britain, but I, I did uh, about 45 minutes on it yesterday in the podcast. And that thing is that that is just it's crazy. They, they are literally saying overseas. They're saying don't follow the American model. They have gone off the rails. And now Sweden, Finland. Uh, where else was it? England and one other country. They have released studies that show this is the most dangerous thing that you can do to a child. And they're but, stopping it. They're closing it all down. But I think the problem with America is that the, there's a huge wing of the Democratic Party that can't do anything but double down. 
and that if you challenge this doubling down, you're basically effectively read out of leftism. So they're going to be in a really tricky position. You know, we just started talking about how they're trying to push the Trump wing in, in terms of getting them forward to the general. There's also a big movement within the Democratic Party to purge people who are in any sense uh, uh, moderates on any issue. Look at uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, who are basically being treated as Trump figures uh, by many Democratic activists. It's crazy. So how does that end, Michael? Traditionally, how does that end? Oh, it's going to end fun for me because I do love the political carnage. And I'm sure on some level you do, too, uh, because they're really going to be faced with two bad choices. And when we watch them try to reconcile, square the circle, uh, it's going to be very public and very hilarious. Or we're all going to be, you know, locked up. But in that case, hopefully I'll get the top bunk then. Uh, Glad, excuse me. So, so let me let me ask you this: the um, uh, the last question is on Nancy Pelosi, and it's not about Taiwan or anything else. We are having a serious debate: is she is she senile, or is she drunk all the time, or is it possible that she's both? Uh, I mean, it could just be that she has loose dentures. But here's my view on Pelosi. Uh, if the Republicans yeah. take Congress, they should do an investigation of what's going on with her husband, his money, and that arrest. And that would really hit the Democrats where it hurts. You know what? I don't think the Republicans will do it because I'll bet you there's a lot of Republicans that would be. And I'd be glad for that. But uh, I, I wonder if they'd even do it. I think when Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are gone, the, nobody in the political ruling class give a flying crap about it all the republic they just they wouldn't care about it and I, somebody's I gonna start paying for their crimes okay I thank you michael you malice said. i appreciate it Thanks, thank Ryan. you it's um michael malice uh and uh his uh his website or his podcast is you're welcome you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts Sponsor this half hour is real estate agents I trust. How often do you move from one house to another? Hopefully, I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing, uh, the answer would be uh, not very often. Buying and selling a home has a lot of work uh, in it, and uh, it can be a huge hassle, especially if you don't have the right real estate agent to help you out. Believe me, I've been through a lot of moves. I've dealt with uh, more than my fair share of mediocre real estate agents. But here's the good news. You don't have to have the same experience. I put together a company uh, called Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it's a free service to you because I I don't want you to have to go through the same difficulty that I had when I move. Um, And the agents that we work with are incredibly professional. They're the best in the business in your area, in our opinion. They have... uh, they have uh, gone the extra mile to make sure that both your home buying and selling process is as close to perfection as it can possibly get. I want you to do your own homework and interview yourselves. But we've already interviewed these people and they have the best practices uh, and they're decent people. And most of them are, I think all of them are fans of the program. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth.
So uh, I got to get into the uh, monkeypox stuff uh, next hour because what's happening in California is just bizarre, just absolutely bizarre. Uh, and I, I just don't get it. Uh, Michael's right about the, um, the men uh, having sex with men, not calling it gay, because in the 80s, that's what we had to do for uh, AIDS, because there were so many people that were like, I'm not gay. Um, and uh, and I don't think that's the case now. I just I mean, does anybody have a problem? I mean, other than self-inflicted. Yeah. Society's not punishing you for being gay now. We should get into the language on this because I think it's a little different than what he was describing in the 80s in that, uh, you know, this is people who just identify as other initials in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Like they're people, if you say you're intersex, but you have sex with men, then you're not gay. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily a, a way to reach them the way that it may have been back, you know, back in the day. It seems to be more of a people are terrified to use words because you don't get to like words don't mean things to all of us anymore an individual can describe whether they're a banana or a rock you don't get to decide what a banana or a rock is they just decide to identify that way as we heard in in the in a previous video today so it's just one of those things where they're just trying to say these things so broadly you can't even tell what's going on anymore i mean i read these news stories today and and i can't even understand what's happening who's talking to who is it a group of people is it a single individual uh it's just it's inexplicable and and, and the way they're manipulating the language to make everybody supposedly feel good by creating new definitions of words all the time i mean it makes it so it's impossible to communicate what, now wait a minute that sounds like it's um it's like an agent of chaos and that's all that it causes is chaos uh i, I don't know how much the, the audience reads you know mainstream crap that i have to read that you have to read you know maybe yeah, you're, you listen to the blaze right. you get your news there and you don't necessarily adventure into the left-wing nonsense but when you read some of these woke sources it's like you need you to you need Babel to ch- help you translate everything that's in there none of it makes any sense it's not english right uh at least it's not english as you would define it yes that doesn't make it not english uh, because this is the highbrow college english not to be confused with english literature which you no longer have to actually read anything in english program